Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We are studying Daniel, uh, and today living without lion-like character really is a lousy way to live. We're going to look at Daniel 1, 1 through 18. Lion-like character tunes in to wisdom. You know, war is horrible. When one nation attacks another, murders hundreds of men, women, and children, and then takes captive the strong young men only to enslave them for personal use, it would be hard for the captives to control their hate, anger, and vengeance. Really, just imagine being a young teen kidnapped and taken hundreds of miles away to a pagan culture, knowing your family is probably dead, forced to learn a new language in a world where your God is unknown, and then you're treated as a despised slave. Here's what the Bible says. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. And the king spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of the eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed, and of the prince's children, in whom was no blemish, but well-favored, skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. This is Daniel 1, 1 through 4. As many young Jewish captives were paraded in front of Ashpenaz, what was it about Daniel? Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, that caught his attention. What was he looking for? What kind of teen did Nebuchadnezzar insist he find? Actually, unknown to the king, he was looking for, for some of the same characteristics of maturity that could be seen, get this, in our Lord Jesus Christ when he was a teen on earth, intellectual, physical, spiritual, and social maturity. Jesus grew, matured, increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man, Luke 2.52. What do we need to know about intellectual maturity? Jesus increased in wisdom as a young, junior high age teen. Nebuchadnezzar had a search crew looking for Jewish teens who were skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge. After earning a three-year bachelor degree from Babylon University, Azariah, Hananiah, Mishael, and Daniel stood with honors at the top of their class. A personal interview with King Nebuchadnezzar himself ended in a royal commendation. The king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. What made these fourteen stand out in the crowd? Whether Nebuchadnezzar knew it or not, he was looking into the eyes of four young men who were representatives of the one true God, Jehovah God. These Jerusalem refugees not only had lion-like character, but were gifted with Christ-like wisdom at the same time. The secret was found in the God factor. Quote, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom, Daniel one seventeen. To become skillful in wisdom, we need to follow Solomon's counsel and tune in to wisdom. 
I'm sure you already know that wisdom is a gift of God, ready and available for the asking. James reminds us, if any of you lack wisdom, admit it, we all are lacking. Let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally and upbraids not, and it shall be given him. If we ask, God will give. How? God says if we tune in and listen closely, wisdom will be ours. Teens, including those of you who are teens with wrinkles listening today, spend some extra time this week tuning into wisdom. The phrase, incline thine ear into wisdom in Proverbs 2.2, actually means to lean towards or tune your ear to wisdom. A quick overview of the first nine chapters of Proverbs has wisdom crying out for us to hear or listen to what it has to say. We are encouraged to listen closely, pay attention, keep our minds on, think about, and concentrate on wisdom. Wisdom pleads with us to avoid, run, keep away, and stay away from sin and sinful people. Wisdom promises understanding, happiness, discretion, discernment, and a joy-filled life. The next time you jump into your family car and turn the radio on, notice the two ways you can, quote, tune in to the station you want. Most radios have a scan and a seek button. The scan button gives you a quick overview of all the possible stations in your area. The seek button lets you personally go from station to station to tune in to the one you want. Proverbs 2.4 encourages us to seek like you would for lost money or search as you would for buried treasure. Because of our busy schedules, we often spend more time scanning than we do seeking. Find some extra time to tune into wisdom by daily seeking her in God's precious written word. By the way, once you tune in, quote, stay tuned because God promises to generously give us wisdom, his wisdom, and he gives it to all who will ask for it. Tune in and stay tuned. Our time's up for today, but today is the day that the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, and a good day. 